Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Top of the 5 o'clock hour, Jay Foreman, Austin Orman, Old School. Brought to you by the Mercado, certified PMT, special ingredients of Butcher Shop, 84th and Havelock, 30th and Yankee Hill. I will tell you this, Austin, as we were talking in between um, segments here, you know, the 4 o'clock uh, hour and the 5 o'clock hour. With the expansion of access video cameras and obviously microphones Mm -hmm. in the nfl you the the big moments nfl films or whatever it is you see it or you hear it and it's and it's crazy um and so they had the coin toss the overtime overtime coin toss i give it to my man warner you always go you you always pick tails that you get that from madden right Mm -hmm. so we're gonna dig off in your you know what so they won it and, he's, and they said it was predetermined. Kyle, they had Kyle Shanahan say, we want the ball. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes said, we're kicking this way. And they were surprised that San Francisco took the ball. Where to the point, Matt Nagy, the offense coordinator, was confused. And Patrick Mahomes was like, they want the ball. Let them have it. And, and Travis Kelsey said, they want the ball. Let them have it. Mm-hmm. Then you had uh, Jusek says, hey, even if we score, they get the ball back. I didn't know that. If there ever was a time to, when they say, say less, that's it. <laughs> say less. But anyways, that's over. He can't change it. And, uh, you know, hopefully San Francisco gets to, you know, learn from it. But we are going to talk about uh, women's basketball tonight. Mm. Oh, you know what? Let's, let's, let's save that for the last one. Mm. It's because the game starts at six. Tip off time. Tip off. Close to tip off time. Um, 
the NFL Combine is here starting at the end of the month, going into the first part of March, and uh, not one Nebraska player got an invite. And that's and that's it was a little shocking to me, considering that the amount of tape that some of the guys played and the way that they played. You got to think with Q, Q Newsom um, leading the team, I think either last year or the year before in pass breakups and being mm-hmm. pretty consistent and gotten better for over the last two and a half seasons. For real, definitely showed that when he played against top notch competition. He has top-notch NFL type of caliber, caliber talent. I think Omar Brown played his tail off this year. Um, had a great, um, I think, East-West Shrine game. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have Luke Reimer, who he might be the leading tackler in Nebraska's history. If I don't not, think he quite got but there. But he was like top, top five. Yeah, top two mm-hmm. or three, I think, um, in production. And he can really run. You know, you don't have to be, you know, tall and big like, when I was coming out, you know, where you had to be, you know, big, fast, and strong. Uh, he's definitely a little bit shorter than I am, but definitely can run. A little bit of injury history, but still, you would think that his production and his, especially in some games that were on, you know, some big stages, um, would allow him to get an invite. But nevertheless, none of them got invited. It does not mean that they don't have a future. You can make it. Jack Stoll was not invited to the combine, had a really good pro day. Uh, has been in playing in the league and starting and playing a huge role uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. There's tons of stories, and there's tons of stories of guys that go on uh, to have long and lasting um, NFL careers, and some that you know either drafted real late um, in the NFL or free agent end up being Hall of Famer. So it's you know it's it's just a bump in the road. Um, I will tell you this: on the flip side, Michigan had 18 guys. 18. You only have 22 stars on offense and defense. 18 of them are going. So, are they? Is are there eighteen players, all of them better significantly significantly than the ones that I mentioned from Nebraska? No, the the the, the asterisks or the the caveat is they're coming from winning programs. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get individual, I guess accolades or chances, win, win. Why is that? Because NFL and the coaches, they have to win. They want winners. You're just looked at differently when you're from a winning program. And winning isn't necessarily winning a national championship, obviously. But when you've won three, four, five games, you're not necessarily thought in the same light. And it's not fair. That's just the way it is. And if you get to that bowl game eligible where you really make some noise and have a big win or seven, you'll be in the comp. You'll have you'll have that Nebraska number back to where it should be, where you think every year. It's anywhere from three to five, and in a good year, eight or nine. And so they just got to get to work at work at it, both individually and collectively, and it'll be for the betterment of the team. Everything you said makes perfect sense to me. I think it's important to point out that the combine process—it's an invite. So a group of evaluators will sit down, look at your measurables, look at your tape, and say, "Do we think this is a guy that we we want to invite to Indianapolis?" Right. That's how it goes out, which makes it to me somewhat on the player and on the coaches. Right? Have you developed? You have enough good film, enough plays out there to catch evaluators' eyes. But since it's subjective, there's no objective criteria. You have to have X number of tackles as a linebacker, X number right. of picks or passes deflected. Um, your pass rush win rate has to be this high, throw yeah. this many touchdowns, whatever. That tells me it's more of a Nebraska perception problem. That's exactly Is what Quentin it, yeah. Newsom a day one pick? No. Is Quentin Newsom an NFL player in some capacity? Yeah. Luke sure. Reimer may be slightly undersized, but can run. That's a useful special teamer you might want to get eyes on. They found a way. It was a walk-on from, you know, Kansas and Lincoln North Star, and then there. There are a number of guys, Omar Brown, right, athletically talented, you know, out the wazoo. 
yeah. who came on his last couple of years, FCS All-American as a freshman at Northern Iowa. Yeah, maybe Nebraska's players aren't exactly where they need to be, right? Sure. For Nebraska to you know be where Nebraska thinks it should be. And that's totally fine, totally fair. But I think more so than that, it's a Nebraska perception problem, like yeah. you're saying. Yeah, it is. And it's, you know, this is something that, the, you know, you can't, you can complain about it because it's not right because you shouldn't hold present day players accountable for past players, you know, or past teams mm-hmm. or present present day teams and players accountable for past teams and players. You can't, you shouldn't. Um, and your job you'd, you'd expect if, is you should be able to have guys come in here and give a fa- fair evaluation and mm-hmm. understand that just because it's a non-winning program right now, it doesn't mean it doesn't have good players. It's no different than when teams fire coaches in the NFL or anywhere. Just because you come in as a coach doesn't mean that the coaches there couldn't coach. Mm-hmm. There's the other dynamics. There's good coaches everywhere. There's good players everywhere. You got to find them. Now, I do think the combine is different than when I grew. When I was going, I would say when I grew up, when I went, is mm-hmm. that when you went to the combine, it was like a badge of honor, and you were definitely a draftable player. You have to essentially work harder at not getting drafted than to getting drafted because they were bringing. It was like the the creme de la creme, kind of right? like being in the green room for the NFL NBA draft. Yeah, but it was like the dra- most of the draft picks coming from there. Now I think instead of spending the resources to go to Linwood, I think in St. St. Louis or say Nebraska Kearney or you know somebody say from some other small school, they they might have heard him heard about him. And then, you know, one or two scouts have created some buzz on them because all these scouts are trying to find somebody a diamond in the rough. And so then what they'll do is they'll bring them to the combine, Mm. right? So it's like a return on investment, right? So instead of having 32 teams go to the middle of nowhere, you just pay for one kid to go there, then all 32 teams can see him, right, and get evaluation. They figure like, okay, we can come to Nebraska. Uh, Even if they have fringe players, we can give them an honest evaluation and – there's always going to be 20 plus scouts and decision makers generally that come here to the pro day. Mm-hmm. I think Nebraska might have two. Plus, with Matt Rule just coming out of the NFL, he still has that, you know, some a lot of guys that, you know, he probably still is in contact. Plus, he had been in the NFL before. So mm-hmm. they can call him and get true, honest evaluation on their players, you know, because he's just fresh in the process. Mm-hmm. So I think that also. Uh, works against them as well and so I think it's a little bit different you know the way that the combine is treated because I think when you think about it you have to step back and look at it and again it's not fair because you could be like oh why why does Nebraska have a target on the back well because you probably you haven't been winning but honestly when you look at it everything the NFL has been doing is entertainment purposes so what's more entertaining having NFL Network do a feature on a kid from Podunk University right that that has played his tail off and maybe mm-hmm. hit a growth spurt or came over and only played one year of football in, in England or whatever, Canada, and he's there. He's the only school that looked at him. Or a kid that's been a three-year starter at Nebraska and they've only won a total of 10 games, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where it's and then that's where they're at. So, yeah, it sucks because, you know, as a player, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to, to go to the Combine. But also, I really wanted to go. The only thing I can compare, compare it to is I really wanted to go to the Senior Bowl because I felt like if I got to the Senior Bowl and I could get down there with even guys that were ranked higher than me, 
I know I could outperform them. So I could actually kind of work my way up. So I was fine mm-hmm. with it. I didn't get that chance because I didn't get that invite, even though my dad won the MVP there. It's crazy. But um, they, I think it's interesting, too, to look at the teams that didn't have invites. Yeah. Nebraska is one of them. Vanderbilt, Northwestern, Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech, Oklahoma State, Cincinnati, SMU. Yeah. Oklahoma State would have had Ollie Gordon, who we mentioned yesterday yeah. in the way yeah, to early top back, 25. Yeah. yeah, Bowman probably doesn't get an invite, even right. if he declares he's out of eligibility. But Virginia Tech's a big-time program. Yeah, and they've had some, some good, they have some good players. I mean, heck, they got one of Nebraska's old players, Fidelius, Feldarius Payne, who, you know, kind of played all over the place in their defensive line. You know, he was uh, one of the top defensive interior defensive linemen um, this year. And he had like five or six sacks. Mm-hmm. You know, guys like that don't get you know get invited in. And sometimes they use your 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 plant your longevity in college against you. Like, all right, I've seen enough. I, you know, they've probably been here ten, twenty times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes you know it's just a down year in you know in talent wise. You could be a very young team, which Nebraska is doesn't have a lot of guys. You have guys that come back. Um, so forth and so on. And then it might be a measurable thing and all that other stuff. I just think it right now, um, the perception hurts Nebraska some. And then also a lot of these guys are like super seniors, you know, from COVID and stuff like that. Um, and it's an easy thing for, for the NFL to do. Say, all right, I've seen him. I know him. And then go on from there. Mm-hmm. And But I think ultimately that it will change as Nebraska starts to win games. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. As Nebraska continues to recruit better, you'll have more guys that have NFL um, attributes that will be appealing to the to the NFL and evaluators no matter what the record is, right? When you think of Prince Well, you think of Cam Linhart, mm-hmm. think of Ty Robinson, Nash Nash Hetmiker, um, obviously Dylan Riola if he you know lives up to to to, to billing, and, and obviously Daniel Kalen and those guys, Malachi Coleman, guy, height, weight, speed guys. So you'll you'll get you'll get more invites coming up. I'd be curious too to go back through some of Nebraska's guys that got combined invites and then combined grades. What was the scouting report on them coming out of high school? How much have yeah. they changed? How accurate was that initial report? And how much weight do NFL teams put on to initial when guys first got an eye yeah. on these, you know, sophomores and juniors before they committed? What was the outline? How were yeah. people viewing them? What did their the coaches that were recruiting them see them doing in their scheme versus what actually happened in college? How much did they develop? Did they add the weight we thought they could? Did yeah. they did they grow more or less than we thought they would? Because I wouldn't want to have been judged by what I did at 16 or 17 no. years old. But no. also, I think for an NFL team, some of it's instructive. Like, right. what was the basis for the analysis then? What actually came to pass? Right, yeah. And, you know, a lot of these guys are, you know, they got a big job, but some of them can be real lazy and pass along notes. And kind of, that's how you get blanket kind of mm-hmm. evaluations on guys. And it goes without saying, me as a, incoming freshman wasn't much but you know i never had a chance to do anything that i needed to do as far as get into a program in high school in nebraska and that's how i was able to exceed expectations a good example in a, in a recent you know draftable guy is amir abdullah he came mm-hmm. in um kind of a throw in wasn't the top rated back even in the class here from alabama worked his tail off and next thing you know he knocked it out of the park and he's still in the nfl um not as a starting running back but a, you know obviously a special teams player and a, and a captain in the locker room you can't, you can't, you know, evaluate and you know, intangible. So, you know, the the initial evaluation is 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 huge, um, and it's also what is said about you, you know, internally to to the scouts is huge, and then also you got to be, you know, marketed and and have your brand awareness and stuff like that. But ultimately, what you do on Saturdays is gonna, you know, help you out because listen, you know, as bad as Nebraska was, you know. Cam Jurgens and Cam Cam Taylor Britt, you know, went to the combine, turned it out right. Mm-hmm. Um, now, granted, the circumstances were really in their favor. Not a lot of centers coming out, not a lot of corners. So then your, your value or your need, you know, went way out the out the roof. And so, you know, it can happen. And I think Nebraska would like to get back to the point where they're getting three to six guys there every year. So that's gonna, what that'll be is consistent football. That you can kind of evaluate a program where they're at, but then it's not fair. Um, because it's the first year of Matt Rule. And it's weird that Northwestern didn't. I can see why they didn't, because they are they still weren't a very talented team. But I think with the year that they had, I would have liked to seen them get some guys there, because you needed to evaluate those guys better than your initial assumption. Exactly, because everyone thought Northwestern was going to go winless. Maybe get I one did. if they were lucky. I thought they were going to go 1-11 or 0-12. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. So that should cause you to go back and say, what were my priors? Right. How do I need to reevaluate those? Who are the guys that we think were instrumental in their success? If, right. if you think it's all David Braun and he's the only reason that they were successful, okay, don't invite any of them to the combine. But right. there's got to be a player or two for Northwestern that stood out. Yeah, the way that they played defense, right? And that's the defense is better. And the way that they were able actually to 
run the ball at times and throw the ball at times. They kind of they kind of played you know they would play a 10-7 game whether Iowa that's a you know bare knuckle game and then there's a game where against Maryland they kind of blew them out the out the water. So mm-hmm. you can't tell me they don't have any talent in um you know compared to everybody else, but I think it's also the dynamics of how guys get invites, why they get them is is a lot different now. And and like I was saying about the senior bowl um, that would have been huge for me. Just didn't get the opportunity. Was it? Uh, now I was fortunate enough that I had East West that I was already going to go to. But I would have, I would have liked to showed up at the Senior Bowl after already being in the East West for a week. Mm-hmm. Game ready, sharp. Already had a good week, good game. Show up, game ready. Didn't work out that way. But then that's you know the same you know feeling that those guys are probably thinking about the combine. Um, I would definitely tell them to train harder. Um, and you know when you have your pro day, be ready to go. And you you actually get, if you look at it and try to be positive about it, you get to evaluate what some of the guys did, you know, kind of like the lower rank guys. If you can beat them in some of those things, and you're going to force these evaluators and these GMs to go back and watch the tape, along with you have a coach that was just in the NFL, regardless of what the tenure was like. So I think it, it sets up well for them uh, if they use it effectively. As you look at Nebraska's roster, I think Robinson and Hutbacher are two pretty obvious combined invites mm-hmm. for next year. Right. Who else? Uh, I don't know who's seniors. Um, Juniors that might play their way into draft eligibility, perhaps. Singleton mate, you know, just because mm-hmm. it depends on how he runs. Um, you know, a lot of the guys that are really, really good, you know, like Prince Well and all those guys, they're not even draft eligible. Um, if Jamar Butler really has a good offseason and really gets busy. You know, ben Hart? Ben, uh, he has to play well. You know, um, he has to play. He had a pretty decent year this year. If he plays better this this year, then surely Corcoran, um, Scott, yeah, maybe Scott because his versatility. He, you know, he's able to play all three in there. Um, I mean, a lot of it depends on these guys. Got to you know just answer the bell and play. And if they play well, then then there you go. You're ready to go. Definitely like Banks. You know, um, he has a good year. Um, Nair, yeah. He, he gets it because it's his last year. He can get busy. Thompson, may, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, if he runs well. I mean, a lot of it has to do with if you run well and, you know, you got to play well. So, uh, for, well, first, in this case, you got to play well and then you got to run well. So, I think if they do both and and have a – and then also you got to have a good spring. Right. You know, right? Because you got to mm-hmm. start it because they're going to come around sniffing around in the spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, not as much, but they want to see who's, uh, you know, on the on the horizon. So, it's, it's, it's there for the taking. It's just right now over there it sucks for those guys because – they all put in a lot of work, work hard, and you know some some assumptions probably maybe working against them, but that's only like a speed bump. You know they can go there and they can make it happen. Sometimes when you're undrafted free agent, you get to pick where you want to go, and if teams want you bad enough, you can make as much money as a low round, seventh round draft choice and go to a place that actually wants you versus like somebody just picking you just you know just because they mm-hmm. want to have an extra linebacker, so forth and so on. Another couple guys from the defensive backfield, hard dogs. A junior you would have to play well to get an invite, but then you mm-hmm. got a couple seniors, Gifford and Tommy Hill. Yeah, I think you know, I think Tommy Hill's um, definitely got the attributes. Again, a lot of it. Let's just say everybody runs decently. You know, um, mm-hmm. probably has a you know chance. Now he's got to you know keep his nose clean and all that other stuff, but definitely played. He had four interceptions and was pretty active last year, so. Again, has to have a good, another good year. And then I think Gifford, his versatility really helps out. And, and both of them will play special teams. So, um, Is Gifford a guy that would want 
to go to the combine or is he a guy that would probably show up better on on film and intangibles? Well, I think it's both. I think he has to show up better on film or continue along to showing up good on the film and then better. And then I think once he gets to the combine, he makes you go back to to watch the film not once but twice because mm. I think he'll test well. So once he tests well, we're like, okay, let's see if he plays at that speed. Mm. And if he plays at that speed, then you're going to see him go, you know, you know, potentially a guy like him get drafted. Um, before we get into the next segment, um, Deshaun Foster, who got, he's a former UCLA Bruin, played in the NFL for quite some time. Great running back when he played. Really good coach as well. I think he was there under Chip Kelly. I was at Chip Kelly. He decided to go be the offensive coordinator. UCLA AD said they're going to make a move quick. Um, they did call, I think, Matt Rule about Tony White, according to Matt Rule. But they decided on Deshaun Foster, guy that played there. He's a Bruin from California. Um, I think it'll be a good hire. I think his first year is going to be a little tough because he has never been a coordinator. But I think he's been with enough staff that he's able, he will be able to put together a good staff. The only thing I, reason why I think he'll struggle a little bit is because he's going to be a first-time head coach coming into the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think eventually once he kind of finds his bearings, um, he'll do well. Plus, he wants to be there. It's a great opportunity. Um, I think they'll be more than patient with him because uh, that's part of the reason why they picked him. So um, what are your thoughts on Deshaun Foster? Good for him. Yeah. Makes sense why UCLA would make that move, especially this late in the process. Yeah. Wish the best for him. Obviously, I echo your sentiments on just how tough that road is going to be. From all reports, it sounds like Chip Kelly was less interested in kind of the new style of college football head coaching. Sounds like he didn't engage the boosters. The fans were obviously not yeah. thrilled because they weren't putting up the you know Oregon-style numbers. Yeah. So at the very least, what I think Deshaun Foster can do is bring that kind of alumni pop that we've seen yeah. at Nebraska and other places you know, a couple times. Where if he re-engages the boosters and gets UCLA up to double-digit, you know, million eight figures in NIL, that's yeah. a huge step in the right direction. Yeah. If he shows enough promise with his, you know, coordinator hires, like, hey, he knows how to identify guys that can help him, you know, become a head coach. Right. That'll be huge. Lock down some of the LA talent. USC is vulnerable. Yeah. Right now, right. I'm not going to say UCLA will ever be a bigger football brand than USC. But you can. But knock if you a can make them, them more interested in UCLA and win some of those in-city, in-state recruiting battles. I think Deshaun Foster's got the juice to do that. Right, yeah. I think he does. The biggest thing for him is his ability to put together a pretty good staff. Mm-hmm. And so if he can get a good staff, um, he'll be he'll be good to go. And so if he so that'll be interesting to see his staff and then all the things, shaking hands, kissing babies with the boosters, uh, will pay off for him. Now they they'll be wanting they'll want to be more involved in the program. Mm-hmm. Um and he'll have to do all the things that Chip Kelly didn't either want to do or didn't do well. If he does that, he'll be fine. Get the staff, do the things outside of the offices or in, inside the offices that you need to do that the last guy didn't do. NIL is going to be huge. And like you said, with Lincoln Riley, I think, I wouldn't say one foot out the door. He has the he has the front part of his foot inching towards the, out of that door, along with a little bit loss of talent. And there's no and their USC is fighting an uphill battle. They're ripe for the picking to go in there and pluck off some guys. And plus, when you have a younger, energetic coach that knows the language, knows the dynamics of California high school football and JUCOs, don't mm-hmm. forget that, and smaller schools around it, and everybody knows them, all those coaches generally assume we're going to be pulling for them. I think it's a good hire for UCLA, considering the talent pools out there, but then also you want to hire somebody that's going to appease a lot of the people 
that make the decision. So, anyways, Jay Foreman, Austin Orman, take a quick break. We're going to dive back into in uh, Nebraska women's basketball that's tipping off here. They're probably right in the middle of their warm-ups uh, there in Columbus. They take on the number two Ohio State Buckeyes on the road. Uh, so we'll try to figure out a way that they can upset the Buckeyes uh, after a big victory against Iowa. Jay Foreman, Austin Orman, we'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.